Welcome, welcome to the Will and Code Show. My name is Will Gentile. And my name is Cody Holliday. And we are joined by our good friend, Zachary Winston. Zach, say what's up. What's up, guys? All right. Well, Cody, we're finally here. Um, the Will and Code Show. We're going to be releasing two episodes a week where we talk some basketball. Um, we'll talk college. We'll talk NBA. And maybe, if we're so lucky, apparently North Carolina, we're going to have high school ball. I'm repping the Millbrook jersey today. Hopefully, we'll talk some high school basketball. But today, we start our first episode of the Will and Code Show with some college basketball. Cody, share your feelings. Well, uh, as you know, I am a massive UNC Tar Heels fan. So these first three uh, UNC games I've watched, been watching very closely, and also their opponents they've been playing. As today I got to watch uh, UNC take on um, Stanford and uh, Zaire Williams. And uh, saw UNC take that game, that ugly game, out by three points or so in the uh, semifinal to the uh, Maui Invitational. Yeah, so the Maui Invitational, actually we could rename that, I guess, the Asheville Invitational. Yeah. Um, us of the hoop state will be cloud to claim that title sure yeah um yeah zach what about you you you're a zach's a big zach introduce yourself you go to campbell but you're an ecu fan i'd rather be a campbell fan but but zach's pretty high on the pirates this year yeah well it's been it's been the been a rocky rocky few years for the pirates when it comes to basketball but um they've they've started out they started out uh two and oh and Took a took down a pretty good UNC Charlotte team first game of the season, and then got a nice uh, a big win against some no name team today. And Jaden Gardner, Hoop State, Heritage High School, right Heritage, road. great Heritage High School. I remember watching him. Averaged a double double for probably three seven hundred years of high school. He, he was basically, he was unstoppable when we saw him play back in high school. That fro man can't control that fro. But he, he, I mean, yeah. and he was a back to the basket center in high school. And what's interesting about Jaden is now at ECU, just being more, honestly a little bit more of a wing player, taking the ball off the dribble a little bit, but that kid's elite. Back in high school, he was uh, really good at drawing fouls, and he made all his free throws. Very good at drawing fouls. Very consistent, which is something you love to see with a big man. But yeah, I am. I did share earlier, I'm wearing a Millbrook basketball jersey. Um, today is December 1st that we're recording this. Um, Roy Cooper said that we got to wear masks while we play high school basketball, and we said... Yes, sir. Give us high school basketball. We'll take it. Wait, did he actually say we throw a mask while he we're did, playing? He did say he was, that. He was strongly encouraged. Well, it's an executive order. So we'll see. But, you know, politics. We'll, we'll be politically correct. Y'all okay. should wear your masks, you know? Hey, Roy That's Williams, a good idea. Roy Williams said in a post-game interview yesterday, he said, I'm not taking my mask off. Mask off. Nope. No future. Not for Roy. Uh, he better not take his mask off because he's like 78. Yeah. Coach K may need to take a note out of that book. Yeah, Coach, yeah, Coach K is, uh, well... They can do what he wants. So, Cody, we've been watching the Heels. They're 3-0. and um, Tomorrow they have a big matchup with 17th-ranked Texas. Tell us what you think about those freshman guards, and obviously, in my opinion, and in many people's opinions, the best front court in the country. Well, um, basically up until today when they played um, Stanford, uh, I really liked those freshman guards. I thought they did not look like freshmen. I think they looked composed. I think they were running the offense well. I think they were uh, moving in transition well. Uh, I wish their playmaking looked a little bit better, and then today that all fell apart. Um, Caleb Love shot 33, 33% from the field, 33% from three. Uh, he was kind of throwing up shots. Um, a lot. Of, he had five turnovers. Basically, all of UNC had a ton of turnovers today, and I thought it was uh, pretty discouraging. They had 20 turnovers total, 11 in the first half, and it was pretty ugly. But R.J. Davis looks 
pretty consistent from three. Which, RJ Davis is a solid shooter. Which is what UNC really needs is that consistent three-point shooting because remember two years ago when they had Luke May, Cam Johnson, Kobe White, Kenny Williams. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're three-point shooting. They, everyone on the court could shoot threes. And now that we're seeing some players come in, like R.J. Davis, some, if Caleb Love can start hitting those threes, that'd be great. Even Puff Johnson off the uh, uh, off the bench. And Andrew Playtech is finally stepping up with a bigger role this year. Yeah, it's good, to, good see, to see. I mean, today he played 16 minutes, uh, one for three from the field. Good to see him get some, some playing time. Um, I mean, the Heels, I feel like they should be a pretty deep team when you look at their roster. Oh, they're so deep. But they really didn't play very deep today. Um, they had no, they seven didn't. guys that all played 16 or more minutes, and then Kessler was the next with nine. So I think Kessler should get some more minutes. Obviously, we're still figuring out the rotation. It's the Maui. It's an invitational. It's early in the it's season. It's very early in the season. Um, and you know how Roy Williams progresses those teams. So once they get deep into conference play, no team in the ACC wants to face them. Yeah, the, the mastermind of Roy Williams. Um, I will say we, we'll probably – come back and touch on the heels again at some point as we're ranked 14th in the country. We might have a little bit of a hot take about that. But before we get there, just a little um, prelude to next week, next Tuesday, December 8th, there is a big matchup. Am I right, Cody? There is. UNC and Iowa. Oh, Iowa. Um, I believe they're playing in in Iowa. I thought you were going to say Gonzaga because – there's always some point in the year that UNC plays. Yeah, we played them last year. Um, this year we're getting to play Iowa, which, I mean, hey, it's third-ranked team in the country at their place, primetime game, ESPN. Um, There's no fans, though, right? No fans, but it should be a good one. Should be good oh, one. It'll be a great one. It'll be a really good game. It'll be a really good test Two for Two good Carolina. programs. It'll see how much those guards have learned in the first few games. It's playing. But I think UNC, with their distinct like four-big-man rotation, is just unstoppable. They don't have to worry about foul trouble. When you have these four guys who can all score, most of them can play defense. Walker Kessler is questionable in defense, but his offensive game is fantastic. And they can all rebound, especially Dayron uh, Sharp. He's looked amazing. He looks like UNC's best passer tonight. That's something I really want them to improve on is their playmaking. When you have, what is he, 6'11", like 270, he looks like it. And uh, if he's your best playmaker, I think UNC has some work to do with the guard position. Yeah, absolutely. Zach, what did you think about the game? You were telling you were give, telling us um, you didn't think Carolina played well, and obviously this was not their best game, but three games in the season. What did you think about it? Um, I mean, obviously, neither team played well. Um, the refs didn't help anybody out with getting momentum because they blew the whistle every 30 seconds. Um, but, I mean, they looked good. They, they looked like a top... 20 team in the country, which they are, and they're like Cody said, they're only going to improve from here, and it is an invitational. So definitely, definitely. I mean, I think the most concerning step for me is that UNC only won by four and out rebounded them 43 to 23. That's something that we've become used to, and that's we, classic. We expect Carolina is going to be the best rebounding team in the country. They got the best front court in the country, in my opinion. They got they got returners. They got the ACC preseason player of the year in Garrison Brooks, but then they got Baycott, who really last year was in his shadow and really didn't get to develop, um, just because the team was going through a lot. But then they got two freshmen. Was, that, was so that even a team last year? It wasn't really much. I mean, there were there were fifteen guys that put jerseys on, but well, you know, half of them were hurt throughout the year. Maybe so. maybe eight. But anyways, um, 
I want to move on. We're we're obviously Heels fans. I uh I go to NC State. My 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 best friend Cody did go to NC State. As much as he might want to tell you he's a Tar Heel fan. Formerly. He, he was at State for a little bit. A small period of time. And we took a class together. We did do that. Took a class together. Did not pass that class. I, I passed that class, Mom. I, I slept the, the first exam and then the third exam. So <laughs> I was doomed. Rhett, I tried so hard. Did you? Not at all. Took me Chick-fil-A after. I did take Buttered me up. <laughs> when you showed up once a week, I made you feel real good. That so, was hey, great. Man. We had we had some awesome conversations. Remember that remember the conversation we had with the janitor the one time? Oh yeah, that was he was And great. we were talking about we were talking Total about Carolina. Basketball. Yeah. We were talking about this year's the recruits, team. We were the about recruits, recruits, and he was. Talking. Hey, shout out! I don't know hey, this guy. Know he, he needs a he needs to start a podcast. Someone give that man a raise. I agree. And he's our next guest. And you don't need to work at state, brother. Go to Carolina. Yeah, come on, come on. you were you were hating on state's team. Nah, I I don't remember. Um, but state, I'll, I'll talk a little bit about NC State real quick. Um, I think we're solid. Kevin Keats is a winner. I don't care what either of you two say. Kevin Keats is a winner. Yeah, yeah, See, yeah. I mean, he's elevating the program every year, and that's he's all. Had, you, that's all you can ask for. Right now. I mean, he, he, you know what he's good at that other NC State programs can't do? Get that marquee win, which he does every year. Yeah, and then he'll that's lose to you know a horrible team. Yeah, but Carolina ex- does. Carolina does similar things, losing to tough teams. You know, Wofford. William and Mary. Dude, who was that guy? Shooter McGee, whatever his name was. The greatest. <laughs> someone shoot- from Happy Gilmore. <laughs> that, that's Shooter McGavin. But <laughs> there's, there's something. No, there was a guy, that Wofford guy, something yeah. McGee. He was the greatest shooter in the history of college basketball. Per me, per my opinion. The greatest shooter in the history of college basketball. Zach, can you please tell everyone what type of jersey I'm wearing right now? I'm wearing a Chris Clemens Milbrook High School jersey. Are you telling me that the third all time leading scorer in NCAA history is not. Cody, yeah. just check yourself real quick. Well, there is a big difference between. There's also you're talking about Wofford and Campbell. They were probably the best players on their team, so they were the ones taking the most shots. But Chris Cummins could beat Wofford's team by himself. Probably. Chris. He Clemens. scored more points in three years than they did. Chris Cummins should play more for the Rockets. Yeah, Chris Cummins should be the starting point guard. Yeah, Coach Silas or whatever your name is. What's Stephen Silas? Is that the dude's name in Houston now? I have no idea. If you're, he's not listening to this. But Daryl Morey, I'm the GM. Talk to him. No, no, he's he the GM of Sixers. But that's the that's the, the next Sixers? episode. If you want to hear some, if you want to hear some NBA talk, okay. Fletcher. Thanks to Zach, Fletcher McGee was the guy at Wofford who literally would go twelve from twelve from deep. So this is the Will and Code show, and we're gonna be home for a couple months. So I'll we'll, be home for a while. We'll, yeah, well, both of us will be in Raleigh. We'll be pushing out content. Um, but the three of us will all be in Raleigh together for a little while here until we go back to school sometime in January. We. Finger, fingers crossed. Top twenty-five. Preseason rankings. It was interesting. UVA, they were at four. UVA is still the defending national champions. Oh, who else would be the defending champions? Okay. Oh, I just yeah. didn't I just didn't know. I know I know you might have been a would little Would it be nobody? <laughs> well, I mean, honestly. Um but looking at the top twenty five, you know, hey, lots of blue bloods in there. And then when we look at the preseason, we see we see the University of Richmond getting forty votes. And then what happens this weekend, Zach? Richmond beats Kentucky. Yeah. Is that a uh, tournament they're playing in, or is it just a normal game? Yeah, it's just a just a good scheduled game. Beat them at Rupp. Obviously, there's no fans. And speaking of no fans, we're watching a game right now. Michigan and Duke. Four minutes left. Michigan State's or not Michigan. Michigan State is up sixty-four fifty-three. 
no fans in Cameron Indoor, and it's a big difference. That's a big factor. That could be a problem for Duke this year. I think that will be a problem for Duke this year. They do lose home court advantage, and they and they've lost big games at home in the past. People, Not many, but when people come to Cameron, they come to play. Yeah, but I don't. The last time I remember Duke losing at home was to Stephen F. Austin, NC State. Then before that, NC State. There, there's been. It's about once a year they lose to one Syracuse. They lose to Florida State sometimes too in Cameron. When people come to Cameron, you come, and the same here, thing here, every once in a while, you would say. I was about to say the same thing happens when people come to the Dean Dome, though. People don't win in the Dean Dome. That, uh, same thing happens when people come to uh, Rupp. When people yes. come to big, big blue blood gyms, they come to play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them, obviously, like a team like Wofford, a team like Richmond, they're like, yeah. You just paid us so much money to get an easy win? I don't think so. Not this year. And so yeah. now Uvar is uh, ranked 19th in the country. Hysterically enough, in my opinion, this is kind of funny, they're ranked one above Kentucky. Um, but Kentucky is the game next. They're playing Kansas. Kansas is ranked 7th in the country. Always has a good good, uh, good team. They have one loss. Did they lose to – I'm guessing they lost to Duke or Michigan State no, or Gonzaga. they lost to good. some bad team. No, they, Kansas lost to someone good. I'm going to look at this real quick. If I had to uh, choose like one, yeah, place Kansas to visit, lost to Gonzaga first game in the season. Gonzaga. That would make sense. And Gonzaga, um, it was a close game. They I haven't seen much. Gonzaga play, but according to my brother, they're solid. I'm sure they're super well balanced. Like every area. So here's something that I saw that was interesting today. Um, our man Joe Lenardi, Joey Brackets, he released this article um, on ESPN. Obviously, we're in the middle of COVID. Talking about the different potential postseason scenarios. Um, I don't know if you did you see this or read it. I have not seen this article. So he wrote an article and he he created brackets for if we have a 68 team field, if we have a 48 team field, or if we have a 16 team field. And so the idea there is um, obviously COVID is so unpredictable. Depending on what happens, they might the NCAA might have to. You know, this year being more prepared ahead of the season um, might be able to make an adjustment because losing the NCAA tournament last year was huge, and that that's not an option for them this year. They're right. going to have to have some sort of champion. Um, University of Virginia can't be three times <laughs> defending national champion without even playing. Can't happen. And I don't think you can do a sixteen team championship just because you it don't, depends because they're going to have to, or the plan is right now to have all the teams stay like in a bubble, as like the NBA did. And you can do that because you you have regions, correct? And but so it's it's a I mean sixty eight is a is a it's it, a large number. They can get it done though. I think they really could get it done. You would need you know how like you need it? a lot of hotels. You know you know how like uh, the a NBA was it did like did like what was it the ESPN and like yeah. Disney World. I mean they would have to use the ESPN Worldwide Sports, and that'd be difficult. No, you would need Disney World. Period. But that's what I was gonna say. All be, the parks. It'd be difficult because Disney World's probably gonna be open in April, like probably open to the general public. Well, and you've also got to think there's gonna there is a vaccine starting to get approved as well. So like we may not even have this issue in March. Yeah, you're. I think yeah, that's true. Like Rutgers is gonna have to be like sleeping on top of Space Mountain for no room. <laughs> Just Rutgers. So if you're out there and you play for Rutgers, hey, that could that could be fun. I think I'd rather sleep on Splash Mountain. That'd be fun. I cried on Splash Mountain when I was six. You cried on Splash Mountain? I was six. Dude, it's just water. My mom tricked me. It's just water. Did I say Splash Mountain? I Space Mountain. Oh, oh, Space Mountain. Yeah, I peed my pants. Space Mountain. Space Mountain. (laughs) Yeah, I was six years old and my mom was like, this will be fun. I was 12 years old and I peed my pants. I couldn't see anything. My dad had to pay me and my brother $10 each after my mom took us on the Tower of Terror when I was six. That was genuinely scary. I still have nightmares. About Your that. dad paid you 
No, after because we were crying so much. He was like, "Here's ten dollars." <laughs> Stop crying. He like basically was like, "Hey, son, shut up." Shout out, Craig. <laughs> I heard he still does that to you. What it pays me ten dollars to shut $10 up? Ten dollars to shut up. No, I'd be way more rich. What do we think about the ACC this year for basketball? I mean, the ACC is the best conference in the country, and I think no this question. year. And I think this year, um, they're not going to be. Why do you say that? I think this year they're going to be good, but I think there's a lot of teams. In the Big 12, or in the Big 10, excuse me. I mean, the Big 10 is loaded this year. Yeah. If you look at the is top 10, the Big 10 has five teams in the top 10. Well, so does, oh, not in the top 10. Iowa, Wisconsin, Illinois, Kansas, Michigan State. That's five. That's, and Illinois is good. Illinois, and Illinois. Th- three of those teams are ranked in the top five. Yeah. <laughs> but once they start playing each other, I mean... The preseason rankings for basketball tend to not be that accurate. Absolutely, but those are the you. I mean, when it comes down to it, those are the teams that these are the. I mean, I'm not going to say anything I mean, for like, sure, but these 25 teams are going to be in the tournament. Yeah, and you also don't mess up normally the top five. Hey, UNC last year was preseason rank preseason rank number seven. Cody, tell me why UNC was ranked in the preseason because their performance UNC. the year before, correct? And they're UNC. Yeah, they had one of the best seasons ever the year before. That's just how. Preseason basketball rankings work. So I, I agree with you. Well, no, but you look at the rankings this year, a team like Creighton is ranked ninth. Illinois is ranked fifth. That's based on who they have coming in. So I don't know if like rankings changed, but I, I hear what you're saying. Do we have any hot takes on NCAA and the ACC this year, Cody? Um, I don't think it looks as top-heavy in the ACC as it usually does. Like, like what was it? Um, Two years ago, when they had the ACC had three number one seeds in the uh, yeah, tournament, yeah, which is ridiculous. This year, we might this might be the first time in a long time where we don't have an ACC team as a one seed. I think we will because I don't think Duke's that good. I think not UN- as a one seed, not as a one seed. I don't think UNC UNC I think will be a one or two seed. I think UNC be a- will not be able to be a one seed just because I think. So I hear what you're saying about us being top heavy. Well, you know what? Actually, no, not top heavy this year. No, no, I know. I just, I was but thinking, I was thinking top heavy in the in the entire country. Um, I think, oh. like Zach, you were saying earlier about the Big Twelve. The Big Twelve is going to beat up on each other, or yeah. the Big Ten. I keep messing up. The Big Ten. My bad. Right. The Big Ten is going to beat up on each other. So you're not going to have like a a one or two lost Big Ten guy sitting at number two or three. That's going to be an ACC conference champion up there with a couple less right. losses. I don't. I don't think you have any one seed ACC team. I mean, that wouldn't surprise me. All right, Zach Winston, thank you so much for joining us this week. Got any last words? Yeah, no, I, I just, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm as, uh, I'm as uh, surprised as you are at the things that came out of Bill Walton's mouth. Yeah. Bill Walton, what a guy. Well, thank you guys for joining this week. Um, we'll bring you some more college basketball next week. And thanks for tuning in to the Will and Coach Show.